from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. Welcome in, everyone. John Lee and Eddie in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. We are streaming online, com, and everywhere you are with the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Welcome, everyone. We made it to a Friday, September 11th, 19 years ago today. One of the greatest tragedies in our nation's history occurred. Um, my goodness, 19 years now. So talk a little bit about that a little bit later today. Dr. Andrew Winchittle, Iowa Catholic Radio Spiritual Advisor, is going to be on to talk about Sunday's Gospel. Uh, 7.45 today, Jose Manuel Diarchidi is going to be on. He is the founder of the new Juan Diego Network, which creates, produces, and distributes programs with fresh content to evangelize, form, and entertain different segments and niches of Latinos around the world. So uh, we'll have that for him uh, for you coming up, and he is also one of the winners. There's three. We had one on yesterday. We'll have another one on coming up uh, of the OSV Institute, the Our Sunday Visitor 2020 Innovation Challenge. So Jose Manuel Diarchidi coming up at 745 today. Also on the show, 11 things the saints do differently than, well, ourselves. A tabernacle was found recently after a theft from Ontario in Ontario Cathedral. I'll give you the details of that, too. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. Weather straight from the desk of Channel 13, meteorologist Megan Sella. And your saint of the day. It's Prediction Friday as well. Looking forward to it. It's going to be a jam-packed show. Deacon Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now. News and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Did you say it was a good week to be a duck? Is that what I heard? Yes, that was uh, my quote for the uh, (laughs) recap this past week. Our weather, rain, we needed it. Over four inches of rain here in central Iowa. We needed it, but my goodness. Yeah, we got it. All, All kind of in one shot here the last week. Hey, John, can you give a shout-out to the uh, choir and Scola members around the many churches here in Central and uh, Southwest Iowa? Uh, they can stop singing Rain Down Man, uh, there you for go. a while. There you go. We've got that one covered now, huh? I know Tony, Deacon Tony uses that as his lead-off song when he's uh, out uh, playing in the concert circuit. Not anymore. Circuit, so he, he, can, <laughs> he can stop that now, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like Noah. You know, it can stop any time. These are uh, Old Testament rains. Yeah, there's no cars in the parking lot. It's just boats. It seems like they're always discovering that ark, uh, different places that mm-hmm. ark has appeared. I don't know what that's all about. Is it going to let up this weekend? One. I haven't even checked. Yes, it is. Okay. Um, tomorrow, hit and miss, and then uh, starting Sunday all the way through next week, highs in the 70s and lower 80s, dry conditions beginning on Sunday. So we got to get through today and tomorrow, John. There you go. All right. So, And, and I heard in your uh, opening uh, segment uh Prediction Friday. I thought you might have forgot about it because uh, I did, and then it's appearing. This, uh, the seasonal 
thing. We are here. I, I tell you, there was a lot of sports last <laughs> night. You know, you had the uh, the Lakers, my LeBron James. We had the Cubs. Uh, you know, the Chiefs were playing the Ravens, which turned out to be a little bit mm-hmm. worse of a game than I thought it was going to be. It's just I don't I don't remember a night like that. So it was uh, pretty pretty crazy. Well, normally you don't have the NBA playoffs in right. the fall, but uh, due to the uh, adjusted schedule, uh, they were playing also. So, yep. so, you know, we got a little bit of that. And, and tonight, hopefully, we'll have high school football. It's not so much the rain. Dowling's playing on a very nice turf field up there at Johnson High School. But the threat of uh, storms and lightning, mm. that may put a little uh, glitch in it. So we'll have to see how that works out later on. We'll see. All right. Well, let's get right to it this morning on this uh, Friday, September 11th. Uh, right now from the WHO-TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa. Currently in Des Moines, we still have those wet conditions at the Mercy One studio. Overcast skies, rain and drizzle, 53 degrees and east-northeast wind at 7 miles per hour. Today, that light rain and drizzle continue and will turn into some storms this evening. So a high of 63 degrees with northeast winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, light rain and drizzle continue. Continue overnight low of 58 degrees. We could see some patchy fog with uh, the drizzle and rain. And then tomorrow on your Saturday, spotty showers on and off throughout the day. A high of 74 degrees and everything clears up on Sunday. Sunday, partly cloudy, dry, high of 78 degrees. Those conditions will continue all through next Thursday as the extended forecast calls for partly cloudy, dry conditions, highs in the upper 70s and lower 80s Sunday through Thursday. Well, in the news on this uh, Friday morning, well, new weekly uh, jobless numbers for the state of Iowa show a continuing positive trend. Ongoing unemployment claims, which reflects the state's actual unemployment rate, are down for the eighth week in a row. Ongoing claims are down 5.5% from the week before and are down 62% since the uh, peaking in early May. Now, overall, unemployment is still at a historic high here in the state of Iowa, 8%, but the new numbers show a continuing positive trend. Unemployment insurance benefits totaled over $20 million during the past week. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Yesterday, girls and boys cross country. The Dowling teams traveled to Marshalltown, and the meet was held at Marshalltown Community College. Dowling girls placing sixth, and the Dowling boys placing first in the team invite. Four runners for the Dowling boys placing in the top five. As John mentioned last night, the opening night, the season opener for NFL uh, football, the Thursday night football, and it was the defending Super Bowl champions picking off right where they uh, left off as the Kansas City Chiefs defeated uh, the Houston Texans 34-20 down in Kansas City. Yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard it, it, and some of the Midwest teams involved in National League play, the Cubs rallied to defeat Cincinnati 8-5, to uh, while in interleague play, a doubleheader in St. Louis. St. Louis taking game one over Detroit 12-2. Detroit winning the nightcap 6-3. And in American League play, Kansas City winning on the road at Cleveland by the score of 11-1. to High school football tonight right here on Iowa Catholic Radio, kicking off week number three, number one Dowling at Johnston. Pre-game at 6.30. Kickoff 7 o'clock right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Weather permitting, uh, we may have adjusted times if the storms move through, and that'll be uh, from Johnston Stadium tonight. Join me and Matt Mandring and John Chido for the call. Dowling at Johnston tonight here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, we have overcast skies, rain, drizzle, 53 degrees. Today, that light rain and drizzle could turn into some storms this evening. A high of 63 degrees with northeast winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Friday morning. John Leonetti Show coming up. Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report.
I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Accident-free and no major delays to pass along again wet roads, so just take it easy as you head out this morning. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken is a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to Father Andrew Winchittle now with Sunday's Gospel. A little reflection time here. Matthew 18, 21 to 35 is what we're going to look at, Father. Correct. Yep, and uh, very uh, emphasis on on forgiveness and how uh, the Lord very much wants that for us. And, and I'd like to ask, is as if to challenge people, is, is if that's what the Lord wants for us, who are we to deny it mm-hmm. for others and for ourselves? Uh, after all, in, in any time we recite the Our Father, we're reminded of this, is forgive us our trespasses, we forgive those who trespass against us, and how... The forgiveness for us is contingent upon our forgiving others. Yeah, we give ourselves an easy pass on not forgiving. Um, and we, we look harshly, I think, generally on uh, others or um, maybe people that are, are unwilling to forgive us. Uh, but I think all of us have that one person or two people in our life that um, are the hardest for us to forgive. And some have set about the process of doing it, and uh, some have just kind of tucked it away uh, this is the gospel for all of us here. I mean, Peter approaches Jesus and asks him straight up, Lord, if my brother sins against me, how often must I forgive? And, you know, he, he says seven times, which is a lot. You know, I mean, think of forgiving someone in your life, and maybe you have a spouse or something, but I mean something, you know, bad. Seven times, that's a lot of, of chances, you know. Two chances, three chances, okay, right, now you're out of my life. But seven times, Peter's kind of going all in here, maybe even looking for a pat on the back, but the Lord ups the ante. Right, yeah. Uh, in fact, there was thought to have been a, a tradition among some Jews at, at the time that uh, three uh, was, was, for some reason, the number that, mm. for whatever reason, that they, they capped it at three, that that was somehow enough. And so, yeah, I'm sure Peter's being uh, generous, if you will, in that light. Um, but uh, you're right, the Lord uh, ups the ante uh, 70, 77 times. Uh, and really, it's, it's as often as we need to, as long as the person is also repentant. Uh, and here's the, the debtor who has uh, a, a debt to the king that uh, cannot possibly be repaid. Uh, we're told in this translation a huge amount uh, when it actually refers to, more literally translated from the Greek, it's 10,000 talents, uh, which is years upon years, decades even, perhaps, of of uh, wages, uh, and the king forgives him, uh, and, and he, he goes back uh, to a, a, a another servant with a much smaller amount, uh, and does not forgive uh, that that person his debt, and uh, so he incurs the king king's wrath, and and uh, so here's a story of, of forgiveness, but then lost that kind of um, salvation, if you will, in a way. I mean, it's another story of 
of uh, sinning and then being forgiven that sin, but then uh, losing that salvation. Uh, so it is possible, um, not not one of those once saved, always saved uh, approaches. Right, right. I mean, it, again, it's just another reminder to what is, uh, you know, what we measure unto others, the Lord will, will measure unto us. And I think this is just another, and, and hopefully, friends, you're, um, you know, if you're not streaming, uh, you're there at Mass this weekend, and uh, you are, as well as I will be, listening intently to this gospel and really applying it to our lives every day. Those people in our lives that have hurt us even the most, we have to start that process of forgiveness. And it is a process. I, I, I think, just being realistic here, it's not something we can all sometimes just snap our fingers with. Um, what do you say to people, though, Father? And we've got a couple minutes here. What do you say to people that say, um, well, I, I, do I have to be friends with them or do I have to be as close with them if I forgive them? Uh, it depends. It's, it's not necessarily the case. Um, you know, the, the world is going to be a whole lot better off if we, for, if we forgive. It doesn't mean we always forget necessarily. Uh, that probably would be better if we forgive as well as forget. Yep. Um, somebody made a good point, uh, the, 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 uh, Lex Talionis, uh, the, the eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, uh, a sense of vengeance that the whole world went about that, uh, we'd all be blind or lame in some way, yeah. uh, and it's how unhealthy it is for us to go through life that way, uh, not just because, what are, most importantly, because that's what the Lord wants for us, uh, but even on a mental and emotional level, um, for the morale of humanity, uh, we just can't continue that way. And uh, so, uh, to get back to your question, is yeah, it doesn't necessarily imply forgiveness. Doesn't necessarily imply uh, remaining uh, friends with that person. Um, uh, but we should still certainly, I think, most importantly, than being friends is, is still love them. Sure. And I think you know, I've been asked before, how do you know when you forgive someone? And I've thought a lot about that. Um, the best answer I've, I've seen and that uh, I, I can give and one that I try to practice, try to practice in my own life is um, to want what's best for them. I think, you know, you've you've really forgiven them when you truly want what's best for them. Um, and that is when their name comes up and you hear their name, you know, immediately are the thoughts going to, well, I, I want, you know, uh, the same thing happened to the, me that to happen to them or you want revenge or you just think ill of the person. Um, I think a good way to measure this is do we think and want, desire, and maybe even practice uh, what is absolutely best for them? And I think that might be a good measuring tool for us to be able to know if we're getting there and forgiving in our life. This is a tough one. This is one of those that we could talk about for a long time, and I think most all everyone deals with it at least sometime in their life. Uh, as well. Father Andrew Winchell, everyone, with Sunday's Gospel. Again, take a look at it, friends. It's Matthew eighteen twenty-one to 35 for this Sunday. Would you give us your blessing, Father? Certainly. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. And the Lord lift out his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have a good weekend, Father. All right, uh, coming up, friends, at 745, Jose Manuel Didrakiti is going to be on. He's a founder of the new Juan Diego Network and winner of the Our Sunday Visitor Institute 2020 Innovation Challenge, the second of three winners that we're going to feature on this show. I've just been so impressed with this Innovation Challenge. Think Shark Tank for Catholics. Uh, and uh, Jose Manuel is one of the winners. We'll have him on coming up second half hour. Don't go anywhere. Coming up right after this, 11 things the saints do differently than us.
We'll have that for you. Don't go anywhere. Friday, September 11th, John Lee Nettie in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And thank you to Dean Bell for underwriting the show. He comes to your home, comes to the job in person to give the bid. Then he's with his team there to make sure that the job is done and the job is done well. Then he's there to inspect the home, the job site in person to make sure that everything is done, even the cleanup to the highest professional standards. Residential re-roofs, 30 plus years in business, 963-4494. He underwrites us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Dean. Roofing, 30 years, 963-4494. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at blessmentinternational.org. That's blessmentinternational.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo. And I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake, confluencebrewing.com. This is Dr. David Anders, host of Call to Communion. Catholic Radio is the best tool we have for evangelization in the church today. I believe your support of your Catholic radio station can make an eternal difference in the life of an individual, a family, and in society. So support Catholic Radio. Would you consider a $30 a month donation? Your support keeps Iowa Catholic Radio on the air, connecting people to Christ. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150. Oh God, you're my deliverer Thanks for joining me today, friends. John Lee Nettie in the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Appreciate you being a part of the show today. All right, uh, coming up, Jose Manuel Dieterkiti going to be coming up here in the second half hour. Um, winner of the Our Sunday Visitor Institute 2020 Innovation Challenge. And I've been really impressed with this. Uh, and we're going to feature all three of the winners. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah I, I'm a big Shark Tank fan. I love watching that show. Uh, my wife and I TiVo it. And so um, uh, this is kind of Shark Tank for Catholics. 
And uh, I thought, boy, if I had something, I would have loved to make a pitch, but I just really didn't have anything. Um, But there's some great ideas that have come through this, and not everyone can be the winner. They only picked three, and they gave them a sizable grant as well to be able to help them in this ministry. But, yeah, we'll feature uh, the winners on this show like we did yesterday. All right. uh, 11 things that saints do differently than, than us. Now, again, let me preface this. We're all called to be saints, every one of us. So uh, a saint, again, anyone in heaven, you know that now if you listen to this show. Um, but the, the canonized saints, and we look to their lives because they were great models for us. And quite frankly, I mean, I'll speak for myself here, way above and beyond in the category of holiness. I want to get there. I hope you do too. That's why we have and are listening to things like this, Iowa Catholic Radio on a daily basis, why we read the books that we do, hopefully. Um, and why we try to practice virtue the best that we possibly can. Uh, but they, they lived a, a, an incredible life. You know, you think of the greats here, at least in modern times, John Paul II, Mother Teresa, Padre Pio. Um, you know, again, modern times, I kind of put in print air quotes here, but uh, Therese of Lisieux, um, uh, you know, Pierre Giorgio Frassati. He's a, a blessed um, and more. I mean, they just, the, the, the list goes on. But what did they do different? What did they do different than you and I? Well, one, they were joyful. They radiated a moral joy. And I think this is a, a big one here. And by the way, this is from a blog, Lead Us to Heaven. Um, and I, 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 this, this is probably my favorite one because I've kind of harped on this for myself. A Christian should always be filled with joy. Always. Um. And it, uh, let me preface this in saying the moral joy that we talk about here is a joy to be a Christian. You know, it, our, our disposition, hopefully as Catholics, should never be, well, I got to follow the rules. You know, I, I sometimes cringe. Well, I got to go to mass. You know, I got to go to confession. I got to do this. I got to do that. And when people see that, or sometimes even if they hear that, you know, it's like we're carrying this weight with us. That's not the faith. The faith is there to carry us, is to free us. And so they they radiated that. I mean, heroic virtue is what we talk about and what they look for in the life of a saint after they after they die and the cause has been started. Did they exemplify heroic virtue during the course of their life? And did they radiate that joy with it? Again, that moral joy. Excited to plug in sees all of the the gifts of our faith, sees all the teachings of our faith, not as burdens, but as as freedom. Yeah, it's going to be difficult along the way, but they're there to ultimately help us. And so we're joyful in that, in that participation. Number two, they're ambitious, but not on a mission to prove anything to the world. God's opinion is the only one that matters. Hmm. We're on a mission to prove things to the world, or do we want to just do what God wants us to do? They're ambitious towards God's will. One of the things the saints do differently. Are we ambitious towards worldly things? Or are we ambitious seeking after the will of God in our life? Daily. Something to think about for us and to ponder and to go after. Number three, they answer softly when challenged harshly. Yeah, I think we see this. Now, 
let me let me say here, not all of them. Okay, I mean, you, you know the stories of St. Jerome and Augustine. Uh, they challenged each other and didn't get along very well uh, through that. We have the writings to prove it. And, you know, there were some saints that had quick tempers. Padre Pio had a quick temper. You know, one that he, he talked about was a, a, a failing, a moral failing for him throughout his life as well. So, you know, not everyone, but we see in, in a lot of cases, especially martyrs, you see this, um, they answered softly when they were challenged in some of the harshest of ways with peace and holiness and love, even for their persecutors. I think Jesus demonstrates this on the cross. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Number four, what the saints did differently, they are dignified when others try to humiliate them, restrained when others try to provoke them. Hmm. Something for all of us to think about. Saints do this differently. They perform acts of sacrifice cheerfully and patiently. You know, again, I've told you about my my fasting. I'm not the best faster. And certainly, you know, when I'm fasting, you know it. (laughs) At least my wife does. You know, I got to get there to be cheerful, to be patient. They never think of themselves. They look at every encounter as an opportunity to help others or as an opportunity for holiness. Every opportunity is yet another one of holiness. Every encounter is yet another one of holiness or to help. Number six, what the saints did differently, they're the most part quiet and when they speak, everyone listens. Yeah, I, I think that's because they exemplified wisdom. That's why we turn to them. That's why we, we hear from, we, we're quiet when we're in the presence of someone that we know is so much wiser than us. Not because we know they would, you know, shoot us down in what it is that we want to say, but because we want to just kind of soak up and take in everything that they have. Think of the person in your life that's just very wise. You know, I got a couple people. Look, I like to talk. I know that's no surprise. But when I'm around people that that I feel, you know, I'm thinking of two older gentlemen right now in my life that you know have been great mentors for me. I listen so much more. I ask a lot of questions. I do that in general, but I, I want to learn. And that's what the saints, you know, they understood that too. They were the most part quiet, but when they did speak, boy, yeah, you listened. Because we had that, again, that holy wisdom a part of them. Number seven, they recognize where love is needed and they bring it. Yeah, they know they, they know where to, to fill. They, they want to fill where it is that, that, that love is empty. They want to be uh, that beacon of love. They, and they don't look for someone else to do it. The saints just went there. You know, Mother Teresa could have said, well, you know, why isn't uh, those sisters that are already in Calcutta feeding and helping the poor? Well, let me get on the phone and call them and you know, scold them. You know, I got my work here. You need to be doing your work there. No, she just said, I'm going to go do it. You know, oftentimes when everyone else is leaving, the saints, they're the ones that are willing to go in. Isn't that true? Look at, I mean, look at the course of, of their lives. When, when so many are leaving, hostile situations even. Think of different missionaries over the course of the life of the church. Missionaries that, that went back knowing that they could very well lose their life. A lot of them. They make you feel appreciated, well-liked, and special when you speak with them. Some of the things the saints do differently than us, they move through social classes not even aware that they exist. I think that's an interesting one. 
And, and, you know, I think they're probably, I don't know if I'd fully agree with this. They're aware, but they're, they're, they want to be with the poor. That's where they want to hang out. There's again, I, I go back to mother because I'm obviously a big fan of mother Teresa, but she would, uh, at times before and after different events that people would hold for her. And I'm talking big events, kind of ballroom type events to be able to raise money for the missionaries of charity. At times she wouldn't even be sitting at the table. She'd be out around the area in a big city. This happened in LA. I know it happened in Toronto when she visited there and she would just go out and be with the poor in the parks, sitting with them. They would have to go find her. Yeah, I mean, this is she, she had a heart for the poor. She wanted to be with the poor. Surround herself with them. Um, another thing that the saints did differently, after you've known them for a while, it occurs to you that you've never heard them speak negatively or boast about themselves. Yeah. And finally, their minds are steady and their hearts are dependable. Those 11 things that the saints do differently. From a a neat blog that I just recently found. Lead us to heaven. All right, friends. Uh, Second half hour, Jose Manuel Diederkiti is going to be on. He is the founder of the new Juan Diego Network and winner of the Our Sunday Visitor Institute 2020 Innovation Challenge. We'll have Jose Manuel coming up in the second half hour. Don't go anywhere. It's Friday, September 11th. John Linetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. And thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. Household plumbing is vital for everyday convenience and comfort. Most of us don't know something goes wrong until it actually does. Trusted plumbers with the experience necessary to ensure an excellent job each and every time. GoldenRulePHC.com. That is GoldenRulePHC.com. Father Andrew now with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus told his disciples a parable. Can a blind man guide a blind person? Will not both fall into a pit? No disciple is superior to the teacher, but when fully trained, every disciple will be like his teacher. Why do you notice the splinter in your brother's eye, but do not perceive the wooden beam in your own? How can you say to your brother, Brother, let me remove that splinter in your eye, when you do not even notice the wooden beam in your own eye? You hypocrite, remove the wooden beam from your eye first. Then you will see clearly to remove the splinter in your brother's eye. The Gospel of the Lord By Jesus' example of the blind people, the saying, you can't give what you don't have, comes to mind, because of course the first person can't expect to guide the second person if the first doesn't himself have sight. This lesson pertains just as well to the morals that as Christians we're called to not only learn and maintain in our minds, we're meant to live them outwardly according to our actions. Like our Lord who does so perfectly, let's strive to conform the good and interior actions of our spirit to the good and exterior actions of our bodies. At Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, our number one rule is the Golden Rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated. And there's no better time than now to be living it. This year has been one for the record books, and the hits just keep on coming. So at Golden Rule, we are doing what we can to help out yet again. Introducing our Golden Age Buyback Program. As your HVAC system reached the golden years of life, we will give you up to $1,500 to have it replaced. Everyone deserves the Golden Rule, and this is one way Golden Rule gives back to you. Go to goldenrulephc.com. 
Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. The number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. We believe in God the Father We believe in Jesus Christ We believe in the Holy Spirit For good news The tabernacle that was stolen earlier this week from St. Catherine of Alexandria Cathedral in Ontario, Canada was recovered Wednesday A group of parishioners from the cathedral discovered the tabernacle in Centennial Park which is located near the cathedral. The tabernacle was partially submerged in a canal and um, parts of the ciborium uh, were missing. According to local media, the Eucharist was not found in the tabernacle. But because it was in the body of water, it may have dissolved. So, um, a host that is dissolved ceases to be a consecrated host. uh, Canon law church teaching for you there. Um, But the, the tabernacle's other door has not yet been found so they're at least uh joyful that the tabernacle was found but we'll pray for those that uh felt the need to steal it it's always it's always one of the more tragic things that we hear about um in our catholic news faith. and sports Oop. with mark amadeo not yet in a second <laughs> but that's always one of the more tragic things we hear um in our faith because of course the, the eucharist is the source and summit of our life well, this is, he's everything to us here. And uh, this person must have, must have known that. So, all right. Uh, let's go to Deacon Tony. Let's pray our morning offering today. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's now go to Mark Amadeo, News and Sports. Go right to him? We can just go right to him. Mark Amadeo. September 11th, (laughs) 19 years ago. uh, Today, we will never forget. This will be a day that for the rest of our lives, we will always, always remember. No question about it. And we keep all those people that lost their lives. That was over 3,000 people and counting because of the uh, uh, the deaths afterwards with uh, cancer-related deaths due yep. to all the, uh, the dangerous dust. But we just keep that in mind. You know, it was hard to believe, John, 19 years ago today, the terrorist bombings, World Trade Center in New York and several other places, uh, over 3,000 people. And that, that that's a place, it's one of those places, where were you when it happened? Yeah. And I think all of us that were alive at that time know. Do you guys remember where you were? Oh, exactly. I was in a hallway at Dallin Catholic High School. Wow. Yep. I, I, was I, driving, remember, I remember, I remember, I remember the hallway. Was, yeah. I was driving Eileen to work, and we heard over the radio this kind of confusing story. A plane hit the World Trade yeah. Center and didn't pay much attention to it, but then, boy. Yep. Yep. It just... I, once yep. we heard I it... breakfast... Uh, go ahead. And heard that, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I was having breakfast at Hy-Vee, just got off uh, work and about 7, 8 o'clock in the morning, and TV's on every day looking at the weather, and all of a sudden they break in, and 
And they have, as Tony mentioned, a plane hitting the World Trade Center, and mm-hmm. then it just catapulted from there. Yeah, I, you know, once I heard that at Dowling Catholic, we went into Latin class afterwards, and uh, we were sitting there in the library, because that's where we would meet, and the TV was on, and people were just surrounded, you know, the, the TV the whole time. It was just... You know, something unlike anything we've ever seen. I remember with my father watching it that night, and him he, he looked at me from the chair. I'll never forget this. He says, you will remember this day for the rest of your life. I'll just never forget him saying that either, and uh, and we do. I mean, this was, you know, something in our nation that is one of the greatest, uh, uh, you know, sins against this country that's ever, that's ever occurred. I mean, it was just... Um, Something And when I travel out east uh, and I get to New York, Newark, and, and surrounding areas a lot, I meet a lot of people that were, uh, some miraculously didn't go to work that day. I've met one uh, that, that that happened to, others that were in the building just before, others that had lost loved ones. Um, you know, and, and one lady that was telling me about her husband that she lost in the World Trade Center. So this is something people will carry with them forever. And uh, every day we commemorate uh, those lives lost and also... Uh, those heroic men and women that were there serving, our police officers and our firefighters, that they were going in, and uh, many lost their lives as well. So today is the day we remember. That is no no question about that, John. And, uh, you know, it's it's a day we always uh, think about. When I hear 9-11 or this day comes up once a year, you, yeah. you just think and reflect uh, what happened 19 years ago. Now, it's hard to believe it's been 19 years. It really is. I mean, my goodness. So I'm sure there'll be some tributes today. I like watching those and, um, you know, on the news and in other areas. So we'll, we'll pay attention to those. And, and John, speaking of tribute, women now yesterday with Julie and Chris. Yes, that, go? Uh, that went well. That was a lot of fun, actually. So I, I had a good time sitting in the, another seat. I'm normally not used to that microphone. Did you take seat. the call? <laughs> Didn't take any calls. No, no. Uh-huh. it went fast. The yeah, I Darn it. Yeah, sorry. It did. It was only a half-hour show, and if you were on it, it probably felt like 10 minutes. Right, it was over. right. I, I, I talked a little bit, so, but it was fun. No, we had, we had a good time. Unlike this lot. segment here on Fridays, where, you, where you're bringing back Prediction Friday, this oh, segment gets longer got them right longer here. on Fridays right. for some reason. You hear that? I got them right here. 15 minutes. I mean, come on. Yep, yeah, I got I thought it. so. We're ready. Yeah, thanks. All right, let, let's let's get right to it. From the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwell, yeah, we have more rain. Grab the raincoat, umbrellas, wet conditions. Currently we have overcast skies, the Mercy One Studios. Uh, drizzle and rain in the area, 53 degrees, and east-northeast wind at 7 miles per hour. Today that light rain drizzle will continue throughout the day. We'll see storms maybe this evening. That could affect some of the high school football games if there is lightning involved. Today's high, 63 degrees, northeast winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy, some patchy fog and drizzle still hanging around. Overnight low of 58 degrees. And then tomorrow, for your Saturday, spotty showers, a high of 74 degrees. And then Sunday, here comes the dry weather. Sunday through Thursday, highs in the upper 70s, lower 80s, and dry conditions uh, Sunday through Thursday. So in the news this morning on this Friday, uh, new weekly jobless numbers for the state of Iowa show a continuing positive trend. 
ongoing unemployment claims, which reflects the state's actual unemployment rate, are down eight for the eighth week in a row. Ongoing claims are down uh, five and a half percent from the week before and 62 percent since peaking back in early May. Overall unemployment is still at a historic high, 8% for the state of Iowa, but the new numbers show a continuing positive trend. First-time jobless claims also dropped in the state of Iowa as claims are down by uh, over 4,200 in the last week. Unemployment insurance payments totaled just over $20.1 million during this past week. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. And uh, last night, uh, or yesterday afternoon, Dowling Girls and Boys cross-country teams traveled to Marshalltown. Dowling Girls played Placing sixth, the Dowling boys winning, uh, placing first. Maroons had four runners in the top five in the boys' event as they competed in the Marshtown nine-team invite. Last night, NFL got their season underway, a Thursday night football game. Kansas City Chiefs, the defending Super Bowl champs, they defeated the Houston Texans 34-20 to down at Arrowhead Stadium in Kansas City. Major League Baseball scoreboard yesterday. Some of the Midwest teams involved. Cubs win. They defeated Cincinnati 8-5 to in a doubleheader and interleague play. St. Louis uh, defeated Detroit in game one by the score of 12 to 2, Detroit winning the nightcap 6 to 3. And in American League play, Kansas City, the Royals defeated Cleveland 11. Football tonight, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio, beginning week three, number one Dowling at Johnson. That starts our prediction Friday. We'll have all the coverage tonight beginning at 6.30, kickoff 7 o'clock. And as we bring this segment back out of retirement, prediction Friday, Mr. Leonetti, game one, Dowling at Johnson. What say you? You were spot on last week although the you had the maroon defense giving up a lot of points so i don't know if that counts as a win or not yeah i i did not have that score last week I did the last 20 years i don't know if anyone predicted that score but um <laughs> johnson ranked by the way I, I did not do my research very well the, their record is one and one okay uh 45 14 not ranked. catholic Oh, okay. It, even though we're going to have the rain and uh, maybe stop and go conditions if we get the weather, a lot okay. of running. Yeah, a lot of running the ball, right. and they'll, they'll Ga- find they'll All find right. those holes. All right, game number two tomorrow morning, eleven o'clock kickoff up in Ames, number twenty-three, Iowa State taking on the Rage and Cajuns from Louisiana. Iowa State an eleven and a half point uh, favorite. And it'll kick off again at 11 o'clock on ESPN. That's yeah, not going to be close. Iowa State by 29 here, 40 to 9, ISU. They'll get a few, few goals. I think you're wrong. I'd take Iowa State in the points, in my opinion. Okay. That's just me. All right. All right. The other game I have for you is uh, Notre Dame opening up their season tomorrow. They kick off at 1.30 as 10th-ranked Notre Dame hosting Duke. Uh, in South Bend, Indiana, and that'll be a uh, televised on NBC. Notre Dame is a 20-point favorite. Yeah, I I think this is probably going to be a little closer than 20 points. I'm going to say 35 to 20, uh, but it'll be right within that 10, 15, 20 uh, range. But, yeah, 45, 20. Um, I'm sorry, okay. 35, 20, Notre Dame. Okay, I'll buy that one. I'm, yeah. I'm on the same page with you there. The final one is on Sunday as the NFL continues their uh, first weekend as uh, your Vikings hosting the Green Bay Packers, the arch rivals. They kick off at noon. That'll be televised locally on Fox. And the Vikings a two-and-a-half-point uh, favorite right now. 21-18 Vikings win by three. Let's go. Okay. So there you have it. Iowa State, Notre Dame, Minnesota Vikings, and tonight, right here in Iowa Catholic Radio, you have Dowling predicted all to win. Okay, we'll see how that goes. It's good to be back. What did you have last? Did you just have one game last week? I had one game last week. One and oh. I didn't talk to you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll keep that in mind. All right.
John, have a good weekend, you and too, uh, we'll, we'll talk to you first thing on talk Monday. Talk to you soon. All right, and that'll wrap up that'll wrap up our Iowa Catholic Radio Sports for the day. Currently in Des Moines, overcast skies, rain and drizzle continue, 53 degrees. Today we'll see light rain and drizzle. Storms may be moving in this afternoon and evening. Today's high 63 degrees with northeast winds at 5 to 15 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio. News, weather, and sports on your Friday morning John Leonetti Show. Coming up, Jimmy Olson, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Still accident-free and no major delays. Lots of construction out there, though, so just be aware of the posted detour signs and reduced lanes. Again, wet roads, so just uh, keep it slow as you're uh, out and about this morning. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken is a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your saint of the day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Courage tempered by compassion is a hallmark of today's saint. Saint Cyprian, we celebrate today, was a third century bishop in northern Africa. Following a period of peace between the anti-Catholic Roman Empire and Christians living within it, a new emperor, Decian, restarted heavy persecution of Christians. Christians that had entered the church during the time of peace sometimes found their faith seriously tested. Some wavered and either sacrificed to idols to save their lives or told authorities they had done so. What to do with these Christians and whether they should be admitted to the Eucharist was the burning question of the day. They were apostates. Cyprian charted, though, a middle course. Apostates, or those who had denied the faith at one time, could be readmitted to the sacraments under very specific conditions. If they had actually committed adultery, idolatry, they could receive communion only upon death. If they had not committed idolatry, they were readmitted after a period of harsh penance. This solution did not satisfy everyone that Cyprian came up with, including the Pope himself. Pope Stephen didn't like it. But centuries later, Cyprian's views have helped clarify the church's treatment of heresies, schisms, and apostasies. By making public statements on Christianity, Cyprian opened himself up for persecution by Rome. He was called to Rome by the Pope for trial, but refused to leave his city, stating that the reason was his people there should have the witness of his martyrdom. We ask today, St. Cyprian, to pray for us. Amen. Wow. And thanks to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting the saint of the day, a deacon here in Des Moines, experienced in wills and estate planning, 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. We come back, Jose Manuel Diederkiti, uh, founder of the Juan Diego uh, Network, live from Mexico, winner of the Our Sunday Visitor Institute 2020 Innovation Challenge. Don't go anywhere. John Lanetti in the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for being a part of the show today.
And thanks to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show, a Catholic veteran-owned family with a wide range of high-quality hardscape services, passionate about the work and service they provide, honesty and integrity. 493-1060, fivesonsnaturescapes.com. That's fivesonsnaturescapes.com. Your diocesan minute is right now. This is your news to the Diocese of Des Moines for Friday, September 11th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Celebrating a birthday on Sunday is Father Philip Bimpong. Father Bimpong serves as pastor of St. John Parish in Greenfield and St. Patrick Parish in Messina. Happy birthday! The annual collection for our diocesan seminarians will take place this weekend across the diocese at the parishes. All registered active parishioners will also receive a personal mailing asking for their participation in this important appeal. The diocese currently has 19 men in seminary discerning a call to the priesthood, and God willing, three of them will be ordained as priests next June. Please keep these men in your prayers and be generous with your donation. Gifts can also be made online at dmdiocese.org slash giving. That's dmdiocese.org slash giving. Tune in to Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson this morning at 9 a.m. Bishop will be visiting with Rose Gengaza, producer of the new movie Fatima. This newly released movie retells the real-life story of three shepherd children who experienced visits from the Virgin Mary in 1917 in Fatima, Portugal. That interview is this morning at 9 a.m. right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. Listen to Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder Thursday mornings at 9 on Iowa Catholic Radio and on demand at iowacatholicradio.com and the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio in Christ is the Answer with Father John Ricardo is provided by Confluence Brewing Company, a local brewery featuring seasonal and limited-release beers located off the bike trail south of Grace Lake and online at confluencebrewery.com. Confluence Brewing Company has growlers to go, apparel, and other gifts for family and friends. Confluence Brewing Company is available for curbside service and would like to thank you for your support. Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks to Blessman International for underwriting the show. Blessman International, since 2001, has been helping their friends in the Popol South Africa. BlessmanInternational.org. That's BlessmanInternational.org. Let's go to my next guest, the founder of the Juan Diego Network, creating, producing, distributing programs with fresh content to evangelize, form, and entertain different segments and niches of Latinos around the world. The winner of the Our Sunday Visitor Institute 2020 Innovation Challenge, Jose Manuel D. D or Kitty. Did I get that right, Jose? Yeah, it's been difficult in, in Mexico and for Latino, so yeah, I, I always have averages with my laugh. And you said it. I appreciate that. All right. Um, this is cool, man. I mean, first of all, congratulations on winning this. I, this is this is a big deal. 
thank you, and thanks for having me here on your show, which I'm very excited. How long has the Juan yeah. Diego Network been around? You know, that's Juan Diego Network. Uh, we've been around for less than a year because when we started the, the challenge, which started 2019, August 2019, we started like with a different idea in mind, a different name and stuff, and we have been doing uh, a podcast. Uh, for a bit more than that, for maybe for a year more, but we pivoted a bit, and well, yeah, with Juan Diego Network, officially, I think we started with that name and with everything back uh, December, and thank God uh, we've been well, trying to do and doing a lot of a lot of things for, for Latinos all over, especially in the States, right? I'll tell, I, I tell you what, we're having a little trouble hearing you. Try to get as close to the speaker as you can. Uh, and, no, that's fine. Um, you have right here on your website, Reality Check. 63% of Catholics younger than 18 in the U.S. are Hispanic, but at the same time, one-fourth of Latinos have left the church in the last 10 years. 25% have left the church it doesn't even look like, and, and this isn't just for Latinos in general here in the West, it doesn't look like that's getting any better. Exactly. No, and, and the thing with Latinos is, yeah, right now, 42% of the church in the U.S. is Latino, right? So very soon, whether we can plan for it or not, whether we're ready for, for Latinos, it's going to be half the church and very soon the majority of the church in the States, right? But we're not doing much for Latinos. Most of them living are under 24 years old. Yeah, they're going, of course, to the non to be attracted to the world, right? But they're also living other religions, right? And through Christian uh, denominations uh, out there. So so we have to start doing stuff that's attractive and professionally made and that, has, that really speaks to Latinos, right? That's what we're doing with, with podcasts in Spanish, in English, English, and we're working with organizations that want to connect with Latinos and we're with author, speakers, uh, influencers, we help them to have their own show and so on, right? Yeah. You know, the church, they have a lot of teachings on the family. Uh, you know, obviously, this is kind of the heart of the, the church for us, the domestic church. And I feel like the culture, Latino culture, gets that. Uh, gets it better than I think Americans do, um, you know, because we, we grow up and, and oftentimes, um, you know, we're sitting in front of the TV or uh, mom and or dad are working late at night. So we're kind of eating by ourselves. And it seems to me, at least in some of my uh, close friends, families, that, you know, that that notion of family staying together is something just in, inbreded in the culture of, of Latinos. Am I right on that? Yeah, that, that's correct. And there's a lot of things that are, as you say, incredible, that are cultural for us. Another one is religion. Say and it again. Another Catholic. one is what? Religion. We're all Catholic. We are all, uh, like, we all have our religion of Guadalupe, our lady of Guadalupe, mm-hmm. and we, we all have, we all, well, we have the sacraments and stuff, and that's very important, but it's a cultural thing, right, in most of us. It's not like we... Most of us haven't had, a, most of our people haven't had a personal uh, encounter with Christ, right? Mm. So, so that's where we use a lot of them because it's just a set of traditions, right, for, for most of the teams. Sure. And that's why we, we need to scratch the surface a bit. People think, yes, there's a lot of things that are underneath that and for traditions. Yes, they, they continue with families, with traditions and stuff, but, but we need to bring them to have a those encounters to Christ and, and well, so they can be really disciples, right? And, and really, 
involved in that in the church as well, with all the different, of course, the reality of the church in the States also, that we must have to be, have to be more involved than, than what we are right now, right? Well, you're doing that with this podcast network, and uh, I know that grant hopefully is going to help uh, the winners that, that did receive this. Juan Diego Network. It's just Juan Diego, uh, Juan Diego uh, Network.com is where you can go, and uh, they've got a lot of different great podcasts there uh, for Latinos, as you said, both in English and uh, Spanish, and um, just really serving at the heart there, as you said, to try to move it away a little bit more from the cultural to the personal, and that's what the church at large is working on here for all of us in our life, to really fall in love and stay in love with the living God in our faith and to serve Him, especially through worship and the devotions and the sacraments, etc. Congratulations, Jose. God bless you, man. Keep up the great work, all right? Thank you, Ron, John. I love being here, and uh, you know, whatever Awesome. Jose Manuel Didrikiti, God bless you. Talk to you soon. God bless you. Thanks a lot, John. See you. All right, friends. Yes, that puts this show in the books this week. Thanks for joining me, friends. Yes. My goodness, we made it through a Friday now. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing? May the blessing of God the Father come down upon all of us, protect us from evil, and bring us to his everlasting life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. Great group of guests this week. Friends, have a great weekend. I'm John Leonetti. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today. Well, many a dream has died Like a tree planted by the water We never will run dry So living water flowing through God, we thirst for more of you Fill our hearts and flood our souls With one desire Just to know you and to make you known We lift your name on high Shine like the sun, make darkness run and hide We know we were made for so much more than ordinary life John Leonetti in the morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.